Content Academy Making the Grade is brought to you by Dollar Lathe Club, the number one subscription box service for woodworking machines. Uh, Josh and I love using Dollar Lathe Club. We have a whole bunch of boxes in our garage of things we've got from the service. Uh, and we need to get started on building those, actually. I think we have a drill press. We have a table saw. I think we even have a potter's wheel. Yeah, we really need to start doing those because I'm tired of making banister posts. Yeah, which yeah. Is Pretty much the only thing you can make with a lathe. Uh-huh, yeah. And, uh, like, we only have a few lamps around the house, but we have a lot of different lamp posts, I guess. What do you call them when they're small? I think that's the lamp. <laughs> yeah, well, we have a bunch of different light bulbs and shades. Right, we'll yeah. We'll say that. But we have so many different lamps that we've custom made. Yeah. That we're kind of just moving around. Uh, we also isn't, have... Isn't that... Sorry, what? Isn't that called a, a new like the the knob on a banister, is that a newel? Newel. Well, I'm I'm talking about the posts underneath. Yeah, post. No, 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 no. The there you're thinking of the one on the top. I'm thinking of the many slats, I guess, yeah. underneath the bar. Oh, oh, okay. I was yeah. gonna say the one at the end. You don't need a lathe at all to make yeah, that really. one. Yeah, because it's a square. That's usually a square. Yeah. I guess you could. But like the top of it. Yeah, I've, that too. That we need to lathe. try and make. Yeah, we need to try making one of those. The null posts you could definitely lathe. I've uh -huh. also uh, using the lathe. I've taken a wooden baseball bat and mm -hmm. lathed it down into a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. fun. Yeah, that's okay. We've also made several baseball bats too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and they send you a lot of clamps, so we have a lot of clamps for different things mm -hmm. around the house. Those are those are actually useful for a lot of different things. Yeah, and several different attachments. Uh, for the woodworking lathes. Well, it's summer. That means it's time to get the content crew together for another 30 minutes of summer fun. Broadcasting from the Content Academy and Mobile Command Center, complete with pool chairs and water slide, are Josh and I. Hey! <laughs> and broadcasting from our summer vacation home is Georgia. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Josh, are you trying to make your own, like... No! No! <laughs> <laughs> That's just... So hey is just something I say. Okay, all right. Well, what's up is also just something that Georgia says. That it, well, that's kind that's of her thing, though. That's most people say, actually. Not many people say it I like Georgia, honest. though. Yeah, she has a special way of saying it. She has a special way it. of saying it. Guys, every time you say this, I feel more pressured to, like... <laughs> We're trying to get a viral <laughs> moment, Georgia. Yeah. Well, what do you say we get into some headlines? Yes. Okay. You want to trade off, Georgia? Uh, sure. Um, you can start, since you probably have more. Oh, I can start? Yeah. First in, last out. All right, let's see. U.S. Apple store workers will get paid time off to vote in November. Hopefully next, we'll start paying customers to vote. <laughs> if okay. I could just get a fat check from Apple for yeah. voting, <laughs> yeah. that would be great. Like, you haven't even bought anything from Apple. No. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> okay, Georgia. A sign is now up at a small hotel in Queensland, Australia, banning two emu siblings, Kevin and Carol, from entering. Good thing oh emus can't read. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> or can they? Wait, is that real? Like, the, the first yeah, part, is that real? Oh my gosh. All of it's, I mean, all of it's real. Well, yeah. Emus are very real. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's not like the punchline isn't real. It's real that they can't read. Yeah. It is real that there's a sign. And it's real that their names are Kevin and Carol. <laughs> And it's real that they have massive talons that can eviscerate you. Yeah. I suppose it's so that their handlers don't allow them inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they just, that's their names. They don't have a handler. That's, that's just them. No, I mean, obviously, 
Uh, well, I suppose it's an oversight. The people who made the sign didn't realize that they can't read, right? I yeah. guess. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that. it at that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Engineers from a university in London have achieved the world's fastest internet speed of 178 terabytes per second. At this speed, it would be possible to rewind a video to a part you've already watched without it having to buffer for 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Don't you hate that? I do hate that. Okay, Georgia. Uh, competitive hot dog eaters may be nearing humans' max eating speed. <laughs> that's kind of it. I just I thought that spoke. That's wow. so funny. <laughs> it's like the yeah. terminal velocity of eating speed. Yeah, like you can only be so fast at it. It's like the four minute mile. I guess that, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Is there a annoying. is there a breakthrough in hot dog eating that that's compared to oft compared to the four minute mile? Like one person yeah, did it. Yeah, I think it. it's like dunking the hot dog with the bun. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once one person realized you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's all over. Well, the main guy I remember is that Kobayashi guy. I think his name is. He's like that tiny Japanese guy. He's like the only won a bunch of companies. really. He's the only real competitor. He just keeps getting better than himself. <laughs> yeah. You know they say that real confidence is coming from being better from yourself yesterday. Uh huh. I think that guy really Eating has more that. hot dogs than you yeah, did yesterday. Exactly. Well, and faster. Well, soon, he's not going to be able to get that confidence. Cause yeah. We're going to plateau. Mm -hmm. He's just going to be chasing the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. The post office is in danger. A proposed solution? Combining mail trucks with ice cream trucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to slow them down. <laughs> yeah, but they'll make more money. That's true. Okay. All your mail will be cold, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or the combine them with those uh, Schwann's trucks. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, at one point there will be a day when you've eaten your last hot dog of your life. It's not already sad. happened for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Georgia, what's next? Oh, I'm just thinking of, like, like stamp-flavored ice cream to lick. Oh, um, hey, yeah. Don't huh. make that a thing, guys. Don't hmm. make that a thing. No, I would um, think the obvious... In, uh, stamp-flavored ice cream, not ice cream-flavored stamps. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for finishing that thought for me. Why not both? No, why would they do that? Porque no los dos. Yeah, why would they do that, Josh? <laughs> Jeez. That's, like, impossible also. Yeah. So don't even try. Yeah. Uh, okay, Georgia. A new, a, a new study from Florida International University found sharks can have the same friends for up to four years. Whoa. Friends? So I am, yes. I am less popular than a shark from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much lower you can get from that. But it's hard to have a friend are. for four straight years. Yeah. No. What, is, what are sharks' secrets? The only way you'll have a friend for four straight years is if they went to school with you, pretty much. And that's kind of cheating. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, I think shark friends, um, their conversations would be like, hey, remember that time you ate a license plate? Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> They're kind of, well, they don't hunt in groups, do they? No, that's what no, I... No, they, when I was part of the study, they, they like, hang out near each other. Uh-huh. So, um... Biologists think that like it's kind of mutually beneficial because if a shark kind of finds something to get into, the shark will be like, "Hey, mind if I, you know, get mm -hmm. in on some of that?" I have seen pictures of like huge schools of hammerhead sharks together. Whoa, that's cool. Right, like they'll come together to like mate and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, like the only reason that the that biologists 
think that it's at least four years is because that's when the study ended. Mm. Oh, so it can just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Now, are they counting those the little sucker fish that like hit rides on? Oh, trucks? the remoras. I, I think so. I bet they're friends too. Yeah. That's friends for life. Walmart says it's partnering with Microsoft for a TikTok deal. Among other companies who have tried to buy TikTok this week are Charmin, Hello Kitty, HarperCollins, Volkswagen, Snatters of Hanover, and J.P. Morgan. Huh. <laughs> Not sure what part is a joke and everybody, what part is real. No, everybody just wants to buy TikTok. <laughs> well, to be fair, I also did put in a bid to oh, buy TikTok. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Huh. I wonder how much it um, well, I offered 25. <laughs> 25. Oh, 25 mil? No, just 25. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's just how much cash I had on me. Yeah. 25 and also a paper clip and yeah. a piece of pocket lint. <laughs> the contents of his pocket. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Georgia. Katy Perry finally had her baby with Orlando Bloom. Oh, wow. She named her Daisy Dove. Huh. Now she has two sets of double Ds. <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny something else that i uh like to point out when with with uh katie perry news is she has a cat or had a cat named kitty oh, Perry. Yeah. so dumb so stupid <sighs> okay uh elon musk has revealed the Neuralink, a device implanted yes. into your brain that will fix neurological problem, problems such as Alzheimer's disease, risk of stroke, and even blindness. We haven't heard about whether or not this device will work for the 70% of people who don't have brains. <laughs> <laughs> or the, well, will it will let you use 100% of your brain? Mm, yeah, yeah, Limitless. really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Georgia. That's all I had. Okay, that's all I had, too. Oh, hey, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, what do you say we get into the Josh report? Yes. Ooh. Okay, wrong one, but it still kind of works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Joshy's porn. Report. We'll <laughs> <laughs> edit that later. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to be quick. Okay, welcome to the first ever Joshy Report. Mm -hmm. uh, I did my report on fingerprints. Hmm. Cool. So awesome. There's a lot. There's kind of a lot to get into. Kind of went down the rabbit hole here. Uh, fingerprint obviously is the impression left behind from the friction ridges in the skin of a person's fingers. Mm -hmm. But that fingerprint is also just mostly refers to the pattern on your finger as well, not just what's left behind. Uh -huh. They're co also common among species of higher primates and marsupials like the koala. Hmm. And in fact, you guys maybe have heard this, but the koala fingerprint is indistinguishable from human fingerprints. Really? Yeah. Wow. They have like the same... Is that for real? Yeah, that is real. So, so we might have been putting like people behind bars, but it should have been koalas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The only difference, it, there are some slight differences. Like, koalas, the fingerprint part is mostly like in the center of the pad, and surrounding that are patterns that they call warts, which are just like kind of dots and dimples. Oh. But the center of the fingerprint for koalas has the same, it looks just like uh, a human fingerprint. 
So it can have the same patterns. It like can the, have the same the patterns from what I, the, yeah, yeah, from yeah, what whatever I read. Whatever patterns are called. Well, we'll get into that. Okay. Oh, we'll get into okay. that. Okay, cool. Uh, the fingerprints are thought to be an evolutionary adaptation to assist in grasping objects and tree limbs. Hmm. Uh, so the ridges also create vibrations in the skin when dragged against a surface, which enhances our sense of touch and enables better fine motor control of our fingers. Wow. So if you think of, like, trying to pick up a, a pen... Uh-huh. You, it's not really something you consciously notice, but yeah. feeling it moving around against your fingers is enhanced by the little ridges. The vibrations, wow. man. Never vibrations, thought about that. Man. Never yeah. thought about that. So, like, if you didn't have fingerprints, there yeah. wouldn't... It, the fingerprint forms basically a grid uh-huh. for your uh, touch nerves to array against, kind yeah. of, and the vibrations help you pick, pick that up. I mean, you'd still be able to pick it up, because, like... Right. I could pick something up. Between my two elbows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to manip- manipulate as well, probably. Yeah. So this is the fun part of the Joshi Report, where we go into the three different types of fingerprint patterns, and we get to see which ones we all have. Wait, this is going to be fun? Okay. I think it it's will It's interactive. Be. Oh, So awesome. you get to look at your own fingerprints, because okay. some of these are rare. Oh, okay. So if you find out you have a rare fingerprint pattern, it's kind of fun. Okay. Okay, so the first and most common type is the <clears throat> loop. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, this is the basic bitch fingerprint. Oh, okay. So this is where the ridges form a U-shape around a central delta. So, basically, there will be one little segment in the middle that goes up, and all the other ridges go around it in a U-shape. Yeah, I have, loop. I have a loop. Yeah, Yeah, that's my thumbs. Yeah, okay. Well, so 60%, 60 to 70% of people have this type. Wow. Um, and it either... There are two types. It'll either angle towards the thumb or towards the pinky. Huh. So the other, the second oh, type, the second type is the whirl, where the ridges form a spiral out from the center. Hmm. That's pretty easy to recognize. Yeah. It's, it's a little rare. Only 30% of people have uh-huh. those. I have one on my thumb. Wait, mm-hmm. you can be different ones? Uh, they're not all, yeah, they're different depending on the finger. Oh, I thought they were all the same. Mm-mm. Like, you just get one. Well, it looks like mine are all loops anyway. <laughs> what about your feet? Your toes have fingerprints. Oh, also, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you huh. get any whorls, yeah. Georgia? Yeah, I don't think I have any of those. You don't? Yeah, and although my, uh, oh, well, on one of my, um, fingers the print is a little bit like burned off because of culinary school oh really um, so it's kind of has a blank spot on it but it's mm. good we'll get into that too okay okay some some uh whorls uh <sighs> create like an s shape with two spirals mm-hmm. so that's oh, cool. kind of cool and yeah. some loop patterns also have a small whorl at the center of them hmm and the rarest type of fingerprint is the arch, where the ridges go straight across the finger horizontally with only a slight ridge in the middle. Hmm. I see. I have one arch. Wow. Only like 5% of people have those. So you have three different kinds. Man, yeah. Josh is just real special. Oh, yeah. I'd say. For, For those many and reasons. many other reasons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, you know what? I do have an arch on there my... There you go. Uh, my right uh, pointer finger. Yeah, that's an arch. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would also, huh. I would, I might have an arch if I just had better vision too. <laughs> yeah, I need to I like, I can't see at all. <laughs> I print my fingers. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I thought it was interesting that like the whirl is kind of the it's kind of the poster child fingerprint mm -hmm. where it's like if a company has a logo that incorporates a oh yeah it'll usually be the spiral pattern yeah right. but also like you know the touch id pattern on um on your phone mm -hmm. the fingerprint design on that isn't actually a real fingerprint oh, pattern really? it's just kind of circles huh. which it isn't there's no circles in a in the fingerprint there's a spiral but that's different it's kind of like one of those things where it's designed to look like a yes. fingerprint it's evocative of a fingerprint. If they made it look like a real fingerprint, people would say... Who says that? That doesn't look anything like a fingerprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know you're I mean? right. Because there's the different types, and yeah. most people don't yeah. know the difference. Well, that's a thing in movies. Is it? It's a trope, actually, where they make something different in the movie, because if they make it realistic, mm. people will think, that's not realistic. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of any examples. Well, of I, I think I know one of, like, if you're filming two people walking down the street together... Mm -hmm. On the film version, you'll have them stand, like, right next to each other. Mm -hmm. But no one actually walks together like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Normally, people walk a little bit apart from each other. Yeah, that's a good but example. But in movies, they're, like, right next to each other. It, uh -huh. it, you don't really notice it when just from watching a movie. But, yeah. 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 There's also Anyway, there's also um, the type called accidental, which is just the anything goes category, kind of mm -hmm. like anything else that doesn't exactly fit any of the others but those are pretty rare <laughs> kind of a grab bag interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoops all <laughs> <laughs> oops all worlds yeah exactly that's so, so no two people have the exact same fingerprint even identical twins uh they form when a fetus is six months old and they are formed alex you might get a kick out of this fingerprints are formed by the gene sonic hedgehog which is a oh, morphogen that controls the development of limbs and digits and they named it after Sonic. <laughs> yep, they Why? named it after Sonic. The oh, Hedgehog. Sonic has fingerprints. You know, I actually <laughs> ran across that gene when I was doing research for the uh, Can They Make a Chickenosaurus report. Yeah. Oh, you know, I think, did you bring that up in the report? Um, I may have. I don't know. It's, it's pretty, like, silly. I was pretty sure, I, I was pretty sure Georgia would know about Sonic Hedgehog hmm. with your biology background. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, Sonic isn't real, so that's not really biology. Apparently, they just there was a point where geneticists were just like discovering genes and giving them oh, crazy yeah. names. Yeah, I see. And this guy, uh, his wife, brought home a game magazine and it had Sonic on the cover. Or yeah, something. that's funny. And there was already a group of genes called Hedgehog, mm -hmm. and there there was a, like the Indian Hedgehog gene, yeah. and the Dust Hedgehog gene or something. Mm -hmm. I think. And so he just named the one he discovered, the Sonic Hedgehog. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the fingerprints will also stay the same your whole life. But when you get really old, uh, the ridges become thicker. And so there's shallower indentation. So mm -hmm. it can be harder to read. Hmm. Uh, it's... So this part... That's why that movie... You know the movie where it's like old guy criminals or whatever? No. That's what? probably why they made that. Oh... That's probably why they made that, because they can get away easier. What was that movie? It was like it was like four yeah, older Freeman. character actors. I know Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman was, I, was it. It was red? based on a real story. No. Oh. I have seen that. It wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? I, I don't know. It wasn't worth. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't worth remembering. It was good. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, fingerprints were first really used by Sir William Herschel in 1858. 
Uh, he was a member of the Indian Civil Service, which was basically this was all part of all uh, British colonialism's fucked up history in India, mm. where uh, the British basically ruled India. Mm. But he was a member of the Indian Civil Service, which was like the government there. Hmm. And he so only at that point, less than ten percent of Indians could read. Oh wow! So he started using fingerprints to as a way of signing documents. Hmm. like loans and I agreements see. I and see. they uh, he was also like obsessed with fingerprints his whole life like <clears> he would collect his <throat> family's fingerprints as a kid <laughs> yeah too. do you think he like kept bringing up like fingerprints as a solution to things yeah. oh for sure Herschel, yeah no that's Absolutely. so funny no, yeah Herschel, stop and then finally they're like okay wait, wait a second that yeah. is actually <laughs> yeah. fine yeah 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 so he would have like someone instead of signing their name, they would have they would have the name on the document, but instead of signing a signature, they would just print their fingerprint, and then you could go back later on if you needed to verify that they were who they said they were, just compare the fingerprint to what was on the document, hmm. and it also wow. prevented pension fraud where like people were claiming uh, they were relatives of this dead person mm -hmm. or yada yada yada, hmm. but. So, actually, just kidding. Uh, ancient Babylonians were signing contracts with fingerprints in 200 oh, BC. Really? It's wow. kind of that thing where, like, you read the Wikipedia article and uh -huh. it makes it sound like history started in the 1800s. Oh, yeah. But it was actually, yeah. You know, huh. Ancient Sumerians and Babylonians. That, wow. Dude, they figured everything out and yeah. forgot it all. I know. Smart stuff. I mean, I kind of get it. Like, there's a <laughs> substantial break in written history between you know way 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 back and hmm. what's essentially been unbroken Less way back. yeah hmm. yeah but as early as the ninth century chinese merchants were using fingerprints to authenticate loans too wow so basically back back then people knew that fingerprints were unique mm -hmm. and they used them for stuff like that hmm. Um, but by the end of the 19th century, the British Civil Service had a system for classifying fingerprint records. And I tried to make sense of like how they did that, but it was seemed way too confusing. Hmm. Um, basically, they would compare what types of, like, they would take all your fingerprints. Mm -hmm. And if you had like, say one madman had like all five worlds oh, on yeah. one hand, yeah. that would obviously be enough. Uh -huh. To compare and then if you had two people with the same types on all their fingers then you could go in and look at mm. the differentiations of hmm. each finger I see but that was a little harder hmm. uh, in the 1930s criminal investigators were got good enough at fingerprinting that they could collect fingerprints from the inside of gloves that were discarded at Whoa. a crime scene it kind of oh, became it kind of became a big thing in the 30s um, <clears throat> using fingerprints and that's when f people started, like, trying to get rid of their own fingerprints mm -hmm. or alter their own fingerprints. Uh -huh. So, like, John Dillinger, the bank robber, burned his fingerprints off with acid. But after he died, they compared his fingerprints to earlier ones. And only the centers of the fingers were worn off so mm -hmm. they could still match him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he pretty much did that for nothing. Yeah. Uh, and it probably made him, like, a worse criminal, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he can't pick stuff up. Yeah, he's trying to <laughs> grab the big, the big bag John of money. John Butterfingers And Dillinger. it kept slipping. 
Yeah. Yeah, as he was commonly known. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. 2009, a Chinese woman had surgery to swap the fingerprints of her left and right hands. Whoa. Awesome. And she, that actually let her get into Japan's immigration system. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it's one thing if, like, you alter your fingerprints, because then they would know that your fingerprints have been altered and they can mm -hmm. be used, you know, to identify you. But if you just swap your fingerprints, then none of them have been altered, so there's no reason oh, yeah. to Why would that allow her to go through, though? I'm not sure. Can you just go like this? <laughs> swap your, put your hands on a different place? Yeah. That's maybe how they discovered it. It's like, huh. hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> So fingerprinting is still used in forensic science today, but um, you can basically either collect fingerprints or DNA. Mm, like the I process see. they use to collect DNA evidence wipes out the fingerprints and vice versa. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That was kind of interesting to me. So nor I feel like DNA is kind of more popular now. Yeah. But huh. I don't know, there may still be situations where you want the fingerprint. <laughs> Um, so kind mm. of moving towards today, uh, in 2011, the first phones with fingerprint recognition were released. Mm -hmm. uh, and in 2013, the Chaos Computer Club, a German hacker group, were able to bypass the fingerprint sensor on the iPhone 5S. Mm. And to do that, they basically took a photo, a high-resolution photo of someone's finger, and they printed it with... Um, a high toner setting mm. onto transparent uh, a transparent sheet mm -hmm. and then they uh, layered glue onto that which attached mm. to the toner and then they blew on that mm. and then they used that on the sensor that's all it takes yeah <laughs> it's that simple folks <laughs> huh but can, yeah yeah but it, it it kind of has limitations as a security feature like yeah. I found a letter that Al Franken wrote to Apple the senator Al Franken and he basically says, if someone hacks your password, you can change it, but you can't change your fingerprints. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's not quite as secure as a lot of yeah. people think it is. Um, huh. I mean, for everyday use, it's more just it's easy. probably fine. Yeah, yeah, and it is very easy. Yeah. But, yeah. And I also read that recently um, companies and organizations are starting to move towards a passwordless system mm -hmm. where you to sign in on something or to authenticate something you basically get a message on your phone mm -hmm. and then you use your fingerprint on your phone or something yeah yeah to authenticate that yeah then you don't need to memorize a password yeah but i thought that was interesting that it's huh. still it's basically fingers have been used for thousands of yeah, years and really will continue yeah. to be used huh apple has mainly switched to face id i think has i that's maybe one of the reasons why it's more yeah, secure. Yeah, it could be. Or something. And I think I read that they want to move to, it'll be like Face ID, but it reads the veins in your face. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That's creepy. I know there was some um, controversy over whether Face ID would unlock if your eyes were closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because then, like, if you were dead, someone could just use your... Oh, yeah. <laughs> or asleep. Or asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, most of the time, if you're dead, your eyes are still open, right? <laughs> yeah, someone has to dramatically yeah, close exactly, your eyelids yeah, exactly. and place a coin over each of them for... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> for passage oh, for the passage through the river sticks, yeah. of course. Yeah. Gotta pay the ferryman, dude. Uh-huh. Hmm. What are some other things that are identical to each person? Hmm. Well, your, your iris... for security. The eye scan. Pretty much everything, right? Probably, like, your tongue. Yeah. Like, everything. Oh. 
You can well, make a sensor. Your, your taste buds replace themselves every like three months. Oh so really? Do they grow in the back of the same pattern? I don't know. Pattern? I don't know. And if you lose one of your fingers, and it grows back, <laughs> will your fingerprints change too? Well, let's break that down. I guess we'll find out when that happens. I mean, I'm sure it's happened before. <laughs> ever grown a finger back. We were just talking about like wood shops. <laughs> Equipment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we were definitely well, talking it, about lathes. Well, it's probably like your DNA knows what your fingerprint oh, is, your, uh, so it makes dental. it the same. Oh yeah, Record. dental records. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's pretty signature. Well, uh, one thing I also found was that like the formation of your fingerprints might be affected by your prenatal conditions, mm -hmm. like your the conditions of your your mother and inside the womb. Because, like, there was some study that measured differences when, between people born, like, during a famine oh, really? versus people not born during a wow. famine. So, that could pay, play into it. Oh, we lost Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Georgia! Georgia! What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I got it. Yep. That was great. That was a great report, Josh. Thank you. Uh, Georgia, do you want to do the intro for Puzzle Alley? Do. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, let's uh, go to a place where it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, bring your... Put on your thinking cap and uh -huh. grab your bubble pipe. Yep. Because yep. we're yep. going to a place called... What is it? Puzzle Alley. Yeah. Nailed it. Good job. Let's do this. Okay, you guys ready? I'm yep. so ready. Alex yep. teamed up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the puzzle. A thief was caught on the king's grounds, like on his castle grounds. Mm -hmm. He is brought before the king to be punished. Okay. And the king's not a very nice guy because okay. the options he gives are... Because he's a king. Uh, you must give me a statement. If it is true, you will be killed by lions. If it is false, you will be killed by by trampling of wild buffalo. Mm -hmm. In the end, the thief gives a statement, and he's set free. Okay. What did the thief say to escape the king's punishment? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hmm. It's kind of a variation on the like truth telling, lying. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. John Da. John Da. Yep. I did run across that one while searching for a puzzle. Apparently, that's the hardest logic puzzle. Really? Is Alex? <laughs> well, no. There are a variety of John Da puzzles. It's kind of its yeah. own genre. It's a subsection. Kind of gave us the easier one, but it is the hardest. I can see that. It's the hardest type. No, like that's the hardest one. A specific one is the hardest one. It's not the one I gave you. Yeah, because you gave us kind of the easier dumbed-down version, which is still hard, but there's a harder it's, version. They're hard. You know what I think the hardest puzzle of all is? Life. No, who, who am I? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. The one story that all stories secretly yeah. are. Okay, so obviously this guy says, uh, I will be trampled by lions, right? Oh. Well, neither option was trampling by Wait, what, what was the lion's yeah. one? Eaten by lions? Eaten, Eaten by, by lions. lions. He says, 
I will be eaten by lions. If he says, if what he says is true, he'll be eaten by lions, uh-huh. right? And if he's what he says is false, he'll be trampled by buffalo. It's a Pinocchio paradox. So if he says, I will be trampled by buffalo, mm-hmm. either one, then the king is like, free. uh, technically, yeah. He's not telling. Well, hang on. If that is a, if he says, I will be trampled by buffaloes. And that is a lie, then he will just be trampled by buffaloes. But that would then make it true. Mm-hmm. So that's where like the paradox comes in. Like the Pinocchio thing, in. yeah. Since it's neither, he would be set free. Yep. Is that correct, Georgia? Locking it in? Wait, gotta lock it in. I'm gonna lock it in. Chicken! <laughs> yes, that is the solution. Yes! Because the king can't say it's true, mm-hmm. because if so, the, the man will be killed by lions. Yeah. But if he is killed by lions, then his statement will be false, uh-huh. because he was killed by lions, not trampling a wild buffalo. So the king couldn't figure it out, so he decided to leave it I think in reality, it would be uh, like the thief would try and say that, and then the king would just feed him to lions anyway. Yeah, and then he's just like, huh, <laughs> that's actually kind of clever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you still Put him in the lion pit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not just gonna be like dang it he'd actually just be like god damn it cut his head off right now yeah yeah that reminds me it kind of reminds me of something that uh your husband said to me a long time ago georgia what is that one time he talked about how uh his friend has a friend who was a cop or something and he was saying uh when he sees people speeding he says Uh if he if you're if you're uh, going nine above, you're fine. Like, if you're going nine, you're fine. <laughs> or no, if you're eight, you're great. If you're nine, you're mine. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're speeding, if you're going eight above, you're all right. Okay. You're great. But if you're going nine above, so it's 45 and you're going like 54, uh-huh. then he's going to pull you over. And then Robert said something along the lines of, I just thought he would pull you over if you're speeding. Like, at all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's kind of like, the king has this arbitrary rule where <laughs> yeah. you solve his puzzle, <laughs> you walk free. <laughs> like, if you're going exactly eight miles over the speed limit, yeah. you're magically okay. If you're going seven, you're is... also his. If you're going seven, <laughs> you're mine. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a demic on this. Uh, we have two laws systems in this country, uh-huh. basically. Yeah. Yeah. What are those? Uh, a good one for rich people and a bad oh, one yeah. for poor people. I was going to say if you're white or black or something. <laughs> well, that kind of if, uh, too. if you're killed by lions or killed by buffalo. That's kind of in the old <laughs> days. Yeah. That's kind of in the old days. <laughs> the lion justice system versus the buffalo yeah. trampling law system. It's kind of interesting how the king would have both at his disposal, too. I was too. wondering that, too. Like, like how did he get he... buffalo? Those are Is native to the American monarch. <laughs> Maybe he meant water buffalo. Oh, then possibly. it could be in Africa. Yeah. Right. Huh. Trampled by water buffalo. Maybe there's actually a pharaoh. Hmm. Yeah. I guess it kind of works with whatever. All right. Cool. That was that was good, Georgia. I like that one. I like puzzles yeah. like that. Yeah, I do too. Is there any kind of advanced version of that we can think of? Oh, um. Like I can an extra credit. Yeah. Maybe with three options. Well, I guess the same, as long as the rules are the same. Are you saying there should be a Shark Tank I mean, option? Could, <laughs> the solution would still apply. Yeah. Like, 
like a secret service if you if you do but any other answer uh-huh. it's shark bait yeah <laughs> yeah and not the cool stuff yeah um i mean the thief could also still say i would not be killed by lions mm. Mm. yeah that makes sense which i know is also worse huh but um no i couldn't really think of any other yeah advanced stages i like puzzles that have like mm. if you like this then how about we up the stakes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like game shows <laughs> you like game shows <laughs> You could walk away. Right, well, you could walk away right now with fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny, Alex, because I actually hate game shows. Yeah, <laughs> I, see. I see. Yeah, I was. I remember reading about that. Uh, well, it's similar to what I was talking about—the Pinocchio paradox, where if Pinocchio says, "My nose will grow," it doesn't know whether to grow or not. Right. Yeah. Right. And I was reading about that. Reading about how it doesn't really make sense because Pinocchio. Pinocchio, Pinocchio's nose, or his psyche, or whatever, his subconscious can't tell the future. It just mm-hmm. knows if he's lying or not. So you can't say, uh, you can't ask Pinocchio to say, to predict stock prices right. or anything, <laughs> and see if his nose grows. Yeah. So really, just nothing will happen to his nose. Yeah. I mean, and there are, like, degrees of truth, right? So, like... That's true as well. Like that is a degree. Oh, like what happens if he tells a half truth? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing. I would, I would think. Or like, like a blatant lie, right? Yeah. Not everything is black and white. Uh huh. I think Pinocchio just really exempts. There are, in fact, fifty shades of gray. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, before we end the episode, we're gonna do uh, Alex's corner. Um, I can't wait. Just seeing you guys' takes on this kind of thing that I invented <laughs> has been really gratifying. I've been wondering next week when we go back to the normal schedule, who should keep what. Ooh. I really think that uh, Georgia doing the puzzles makes more sense. Hmm. Really? Do you like doing the puzzles or, or the reports it? better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I also feel like having Georgia do every report is also kind of unfair. I think so. Because, like, like, a lot of the content, well, that's mostly, most of the content mm-hmm. is the reports, yeah. right? Yeah, Well, the thing is, Georgia, the point of the show is that it's a love letter to Georgia's What's Up. That's true. <laughs> and yeah. if she doesn't say What's Up, Georgia's it's not what's even up. the show. Georgia's What's Up is kind of a character in itself. Yeah. Well, it's become a character, okay. kind of. And it has become Twitter. Yeah. I also, no, yeah. if you guys want to do reports, that's cool. I like hearing who you, what you guys want to like learn about and uh-huh. stuff. I enjoy learning about stuff too. So we should split it up. I think, you know, if for the next topic we choose, uh, if we can style more of the content about that topic. I like that. I think that's that's the win. Well, yeah, we all agreed it would be the films of Don Bluth, right? That's <laughs> too obscure. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we could switch off every topic. So this next topic, Georgia can do the reports. That might be good. What do you think? Okay. And then yeah. whoever's not doing the topic, I I guess Josh, you could stick with Josh's corner. That is kind of my thing. And whoever's not doing the topic could do the puzzles. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to do Alex's corner for this episode. Yes. 
Welcome to Alex's Corner. Today, we're going to be playing a little bit of a game. Oh, boy. That I came up with. It's called Child vs. Boomer. <laughs> the way it works is, I'm going to say something, and you're going to try and tell me if it's something a child would do, something a boomer would do, or both. Ooh. You ready? I'm so ready. Georgia? We need verbal confirmation, Georgia. Are you I ready? I said I'm so ready. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Number one. Whining about wearing a mask. That's both. <laughs> Definitely both for me. Both. That one's actually just boomer. Kids love wearing masks. <laughs> I guess Alex, you would know. Yeah. Yeah. So all the people, all the all the kids you work with, they love. Wearing they masks. love wearing. They all have like personal personalized ones. Huh. Cool designs. Wow. I would not expect that. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Thinking that the emoji movie is funny. Okay. Is there, I'm, a, is there a neither? I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Some people definitely think it's funny. Well, wh- regardless of whether it is in fact funny, some people, <laughs> some think, people it is. think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'll withhold judgment. But I'm gonna go. It's out not on a, funny. Okay, it's not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. But I am gonna go out on a limb and say both. Both. What do you think, Georgia? Well, you're making like boomers because I think they actually use emojis more than. Children do. You're right, Georgia. The one that one actually is yes. boomer as well. What? Yeah. So kids don't like the emojis. No, they don't. I also read that men use emojis way more than women. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I love using emojis. Yeah. Do you, Georgia? That makes a lot of sense actually, because women, or so I've read, uh, are more expressive with their voices. Mm, I see. So it's easier to tell, like, uh, the the context or like sense of. Yeah. Words, like language using our words. Yeah. So, versus men, maybe not so much. So yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. I feel like, I feel like there are, there are emotions and expressions that only exist because of emojis. And because of that, mm-hmm. yeah. I wish we could use them in real life somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just that ingrained. Yeah. Uh, number three, crying and yelling in Walmart. You want to say it with me? I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a broken record at this point, (laughs) but I am gonna go with both. Boomer. Okay, it's Boomer. (laughs) Kids actually kids kids actually love Walmart. (laughs) So you've you're gonna go out and say you've never heard a kid crying and screaming. Well, a baby maybe. (laughs) Not a kid though. As long as they have like a toy to hold on to, you stop by the toy section first, yeah. and then they get they get something to kind of just hold on to and look at. Mm-hmm. They'll be fine. Number four, <clears throat> the inability to have the mental framework to view the outside world from the perspective of others, resorting instead to satisfying personal physical desires. <laughs> well, I think this goes back to okay, babies can't do that. <laughs> Boomer? No, I'm really scared at this point because <laughs> I really want to say both, but I think I am just. Do you want to say that both can't do that? Yes, but I, I think I'm gonna go with Georgia this time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna succumb to the peer pressure and say Boomer. Yeah, that one is Boomer. Yes, finally get one. Uh, 
number five, regressing to a primal egocentric behavioral pattern when their cognitive resources are stressed and overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm starting to think this is rigged. <laughs> it's not, trust me. Um, cognitive senses. I mean, I feel like I've seen children do that. Yeah, this is a both for me, dog. Yeah. It's both? Yeah. Okay, the answer is actually boomer. Children are actually very <laughs> understanding, especially when their cognitive resources are stressed and overwhelmed. This is just becoming Alex's dunk on boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Alex is like, yeah, boomer. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Number six, incapable of understanding that not everything on TV is true. Hmm. I think kids have a pretty good understanding of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, better than they normally think. I mean. And I already know Alex is just gonna say boomer. <laughs> this is just for the sake of conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, kids. Kids even know that Dora isn't actually talking to them through the TV screen. Mm -hmm. I like I've never met a kid who thought that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I believe the answer is again boomer. boomer. Okay, number seven, capable of following simple verbal instructions. Hmm. I think he's children. Uh, yeah, I think he's trying to pull a fast one on yeah, us here. Yeah, this is more. This is to puzzle Alex. This time. <laughs> For this I question, the the negative implication is is uh, inverted. Right. So we want to answer children. Correct. Right. That one is actually child. Yes. Uh, number eight shows empathy for hurt or crying children. I mean people. See, hmm. we've broken the code now. So now <laughs> we know it's it's children. It is definitely children. <laughs> it's children. Number nine laughs when on Tom and Jerry, Jerry drops an <laughs> anvil on Tom. And for a second, Tom becomes flat and then unfolds, making an accordion sound. <laughs> oh, that's a total book. Is there an everyone answer? Is there an all? That one is both, <laughs> and actually everybody laughs at that. <laughs> and I've got one more. Okay. Number 10. At nine years old, reaches the cognitive stage where they can operate common devices such as phones, tablets, and game consoles. Wait, well, why are you, like, repeating it by the I just forget about just let's just say it starts at after nine years old. Just forget okay. about that part. Uh, children. What do you think? Wait, Georgia? can operate devices? Is that the basis of it? Yeah, capable of operating well, devices like touch screens. Oh, okay. Specifically, it's touch screens. So yeah. That follows children. Yeah. So that they one is child. child. <clears throat> and you could kind of yeah. You can kind of say that all of these are boomer and child because boomers used to be children too. No, okay, yeah, it's maybe semantics. But for some reason, today's boomers never reached this cognitive milestone <laughs> of being able to operate touchscreen devices. Except so. to somehow max out the brightness on their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. You know, they just keep trying to, like, push instead of touch. Like, <laughs> that's a no, good... That's a really good way to put Not it. A yeah. Huh. Just touch it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great episode. You guys got anything else to add? Nice. I had mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, I learned a fun. lot. Yeah. I learned a lot too. That's going to be very fun. enlightening doing this. Next one. next yeah. week we're going to be going back to the usual. Back to school. Yeah, the usual format. Man. Do you 
you guys, I, did you guys always like going back to school, or did you hate it? Oh, hell yeah. I love Wait, I think, what are you saying, oh, hell yeah, to? I think going back to school is universally loved. Yeah, why would you hate that? All your friends are there. Yeah. All your validation for your intelligence is there. That's true, yeah. And you get to no, buy school supplies, too. No, it is kind of a it is kind of a downer, having to. Yeah, the I, first I day is it. fun. I never enjoyed it. Going I, back to the first day is. I good. think the first day is not fun. Oh really? I think the first week is a pain, and then after that you kind of settle into it. But what if it? What yeah. if the first week starts on Monday? So you're like, it's only like, not very many days, so it's not like a full week. You mean on like Tuesday? Or on Wednesday? Wednesday? If, if the say the first day of school is on a Wednesday. Yeah. You're like, wow, it's basically that helps. summer. That yeah. helps, yeah. Like, in three more days, it's basically going to be summer again for two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go back to school for five, but yeah. for two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.